0: Hello, Block Party listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Block Party, where we talk about cryptocurrencies, blockchain, gaming, metaverse, web3, and all things related. In this episode, we go in on Polygon. For those of you who might not have heard, Ethereum is having some scalability concerns, and developers have raised some questions about ease of use and development on the Ethereum main chain. As a result, lots of faster and cheaper blockchains have come out to challenge the heavyweight incumbent. Polygon, however, aims to use Ethereum's strengths to its advantage, namely its security and massive user base. Polygon aims to solve scaling and blockchain interoperability by building Ethereum's Internet of Blockchains. This project is hands down one of the most ambitious we've seen, and it's been soaring through the coin market cap rankings for good reason. We really hope you enjoy this episode because we had a lot of fun making it and without further ado block party is a tech culture podcast we do tech for the people we cover topics ranging from cryptocurrencies blockchain augmented reality artificial intelligence and more our guests include entrepreneurs, creatives, and influencers. Black Party takes a unique view of tech through the lens of the people living it. Black Party is tech culture.
1: Everybody, welcome back to the Block Party Podcast. My name is always it's Chris Wong, and I'm always joined by my Latin excursion friend, Zalard. Wait, Gold. your name is always your your name
0: is always Chris Wong. It doesn't it doesn't change, sometimes.
1: Sometimes it be changing. Sometimes it <laughs> be changing.
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, man. And, and yo, know, and, and just in uh, just in advance, I apologize for my audio quality. I, I'm experiencing some Latin American difficulties, so. You know, guys, if you uh, hear some robotic static on my end, that's, you know, just forgive me.
1: No worries. We're we're always trying to get to the content. So it doesn't matter when, where. We just got to make sure that we're talking about it. And I remember that, and we've been talking about this topic for a while now. We've been talking about just uh, Ethereum as a whole. And while I'm very critical about it, I also recognize that there are solutions to the actual problems that exist. And uh, you brought it to my, to my attention, uh, like, you well, you're the first person who actually told me about the difference between layer one and layer two all the way back in the day. And these are concepts that may be unfamiliar to a lot of people that we talk to. And I I thought it would be a very good idea if you if we talked about some of these layer two solutions and specifically Polygon in general. But before we begin, Z, I I would like uh, just like to do a quick rundown on. What the problem is with Ethereum and why is this such a big problem? So if you had to basically wrap it up in a nutshell, what, what, why is Ethereum useful and why is Ethereum necessary for a solution to the problem that we brought up multiple times on different podcasts?
0: Yeah. So, you know, well, I don't want to confuse um, Polygon with a layer two scaling solution. It is that. But it's all, it also wants to be more, right? Or it aims to be more. And that, that's, that's why the original rebranding from, from Matic. Well, Matic was essentially a layer, layer two scaling solution. And then Polygon, you know, it aims to be basically Ethereum's internet of blockchains. But back to your question, realistically, uh, what, you know, what's good with Ethereum? I like Ethereum. Everyone seems to like Ethereum because it has so many users and it has so many transactions constantly on its, you know, on its main chain. But well, basically, you know, before we go, begin with Polygon and why it exists, it, you know, it's, it's basically important to remember that Ethereum, you know, great, you know, Vitalik, you know, all praises is due, um, you know, it's the most secure, uh, most secure smart contract capable blockchain. Um, and that's in terms of, you know, nodes and minor activity. But there are some serious limitations, um, so it doesn't play nice with other blockchains and it uh suffers some serious congestion issues you know as a result of that massive user demand which uh which i talked about and that lends itself to insanely high gas and transaction costs right to send i, I think to send a dollar to your friends is going to cost you like twenty twenty dollars
1: and obviously from a user experience that is just not acceptable as the protocol grows and as we look at it right now As big as crypto is getting, it's still only a fraction of the population that holds crypto um, or even engages with decentralized applications. Uh, If we're having one to send one dollar cost twenty dollars in gas, imagine what the network will be once a billion people or even 500 million people get on the network.
0: Yeah, and and that's basically that's that's basically the issue, right? Um, It's Ethereum's low throughput. So. I, I know um, we took some notes you wrote 15 uh, transactions per second for 30 transactions from somewhere, but regardless it's still pretty damn low. so essentially you know those gas fees, the reason they're so high is because you're essentially bidding you're in like a like a bidding war like a competition to to get your transaction processed faster against other transactions so you know if, if you want your transaction to get processed faster, you have to you know put more more gas fees down right on that transaction so as you can imagine, 15 or 30 transactions is just not—it's just not doable at scale, right? If everyone in the world is going to be on this large decentralized computer network that we're trying to build, then 15 transactions per second is just not—not going to cut it at all. So, yeah, so that—that's basically it, you know. So, so doesn't play nice with other blockchains and uh, congestion issues that that cause, you know, high gas fees, right?
1: Which ultimately um, led to the uh, implementation of Matic, right?
0: Exa- exactly. So, um, Matic, a, a little history about Matic. Basically, um, so Matic was originally founded by three active participants from India's crypto uh, currency community, and those three guys were. I'm gonna pronounce. I hope I can pronounce these guys' names right. But Jane T. Kanasi, who's the CEO. Sandeep Nawal and Anurag Arjun, right? So these guys originally founded Matic at, in response to the congestion issues experienced on, on, uh, on Ethereum's main chain. And their ICO was launched in April 2019, and they managed to raise uh, somewhere around $6 million on Binance's launchpad, which, uh, you know, was a healthy amount of money. And then in 2020, fast forward, In 2020, their mainnet was live and launched, and that is around the time when Ethereum's congestion issues hit an all-time high, right? So they got a lot of eyeballs on the project, and, um, you know, it kind of took off from there, actually.
1: The Polygon really uh, hit its drive. I'm remembering right now DeFi summer in 2020 when all those DeFi applications were coming online across multiple different uh, networks. Ethereum just suffered a crazy, like, hit to their throughput
0: exactly exactly there was just you know so many people on ethereum it got so popular that you know it's it's just a very popular chain like everyone wants to be on ethereum everyone wants to use it for nfts for for defi etc it's a secu- it's super secure again there, there's a lot of validators and node validators mining activity so ethereum is is definitely you know is definitely the daddy or the mommy i don't know bitcoin is the daddy so ethereum's the mommy right uh, i mean in, in terms of but going back to what polygon does what what is polygon trying to do right so yeah. So, so the the rebrand basically, um, the Matic was originally a scaling two solution, but Polygon's rebrand uh, kind of opened up the scope, right? They it, it, en- it enlarged the scope of the project, right? And Polygon basically aims to to solve all these issues that is facing by creating Ethereum's internet of blockchains. What um, What do you in mean essence, by
1: what? What do you mean by internet of blockchains? Because I've heard of right, IOT, internet it, of technology, but
0: right so ethereum's internet blockchains in in quotes in quotes basically would be in essence like a multi-chain ecosystem of ethereum compatible blockchains right so you can imagine all the other blockchains interoperability is is the key the key uh the key piece here right so polygon proposes to do this by providing a simple framework that allows developers to individually launch their own custom ethereum compatible blockchain now what does all this mean basically make building on Ethereum easier and better. Currently building on Ethereum is really difficult and technical, right? Um, that's a, that's a major complaint from developers, even from users, right? So what Polygon aims to do is to simplify all this and, you know, there's, um, there's three main issues that it's trying to solve. But for, you know, for the people listening, um, the main problems are lack of choices and options right on it, on ethereum for your for user experience right and it's not very user friendly from both a developer and user perspective and the low transaction throughput right which causes high fees so these are three main problems that ethereum's trying to solve
1: so would it would it be oh, I'm sorry, appropriate... ethereum, polygon polygon oh. yeah uh so would it be appropriate to describe polygon as a multi-chain solution to existing problems or a multi-chain ERC 21 compliant uh, solution.
0: In my opinion, like learning, just learning about Polygon, I I think they're doing the most. I really, you know, this is just an opinion, but like Mm -hmm. they're doing so much. So, you know, whether or not it works out is, you know, you know, anybody's guess, right? But it's a very ambitious project. Not only are they trying to provide scaling solutions to Ethereum, they're trying to provide basically a dev kit, you know, for for the developers to create simple block or cus- sorry, customizable blockchains um, that leverages the Ethereum network, and, and you know, just just the scope of the project is is definitely much more ambitious than, than most other scaling solutions, right? Most other scaling solutions propose to do something on layer two, which which uh, which Polygon does as well, but it's also doing much more, right? It's doing side chains, it's doing You know, it's doing one click uh, blockchain development and we're going to get into all this stuff. You know, Um, there's like different layers that that people can build on and all this stuff. But I I really do before before we even get into this stuff, I just want to actually I want to give a quick shout out to some resources that me and Chris used to really understand this stuff better. Um, So one of them was Finn Maddox on YouTube. He definitely broke it down. You know, polymatic, uh, poly slashmatic, Ethereum's Internet of Blockchains explained, and then uh, what is Polygon by Whiteboard Crypto? Definitely did a great job. I love the animations. You know, makes it like really simple to understand. And then one of the other videos I was watching was actually by this guy named uh, Max Maher Maher. I don't. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. But uh, Maher Polygonmatic is it really going to take over? So that's a YouTube links his video in. And they all explained it great. And then I think we also used um, crypto me- Cryptopedia on the Yeah, Cryptopedia on the Gemini just basically to get, it, get an overview on what, you know, uh, Polygon is. And, and guys, Polygon is pr- pretty complicated. Like, it could get really technical if you let it. But basically, you know, the three main problems, right? What is it trying to solve? The three main problems, lack of choices and options, poor user experience, and low transaction throughput. So I kind of want to focus on how it solves throughput, you know, in transactions, just because that's the simplest one, in my opinion. It's just basically, you know, a technical answer,
1: right? And it's also it's also one of the biggest problems when you take a look at it. Like you, as yeah. the, as the network grows, that the thing we just mentioned, where as more people join the world of crypto, the truth of the matter is throughput is also going to increase. Well, acts or inputs are going to go up, but the outputs aren't going to go up so long as the throughput isn't there. So could you explain to me how they're solving these problems?
0: Right. And, and we're going to keep it simple, but uh, essentially with that layer two scaling solution I mentioned, right? So layer two allows for more transactions, but leverages the Ethereum network. So they're, they're not the first to think of layer twos, right? And we spoke about layer twos in our other podcasts, but they aim to be the best. And um you know, layer two, again, simply put, is instead of doing things piece by piece on chain, on the Ethereum main chain, transactions are bundled and then finalized on chain once they're all done. Right. It's kind of like the difference between and this is, I think, uh, uh, what's it called? Explained it like this. Uh, Max Mauer. It's the difference between, you know, you have a set number of tasks for the day and you go to your boss every time you finish one or you just let him know it's done at the end of the day, all the tasks are done at the end of the day um and that's basically a layer 2 so,
1: in so essence. is it is it is it is it appropriate to say that uh polygon is implementing cuz we talked about this before but they're um, implementing uh rollup solutions like zk rollups and optimistic rollups to be able to achieve so them?
0: so in addition to their layer 2 scaling solution they're also going to be um implementing other layer 2 scaling solutions such as zk rollups optimistic rollups they haven't yet but that, that's their aim. Their aim is to essentially not only to provide you know polygons layer two scaling solution, but also to you, you know uh, allow for a variety of other layer two scaling solutions, which again, it just lend its, it lends itself again to the complexity of this project. you know not only are they, they, they trying to do the mo- we haven't even gotten into the other stuff they're trying to do, but they're also you know um, providing a whole bunch of other layer two scaling solutions. And the other one they're trying to do which we're not going to get into because it's a little bit too technical, um, are sidechains. But uh, essentially, you don't get that much security with si- sidechains, but you get even greater opportunity for more transactions per second, right? Yeah. So it solves it with layer two scaling solutions and sidechains. So those are, you know, it has a, it has a plethora of uh, throughput, you know, mm-hmm. solutions.
1: Okay. Uh, that I mean, that makes sense. That's, that's actually very... I mean, having a multi... It's basically a bouquet of flowers that is able to address this problem. There are many different flowers for every single situation. So I guess... And I, I remember thinking about this earlier. There's not going to be one answer for every single problem. Every problem is going to have its own solution when it comes to the world of blockchain and decentralized consensus. So... The fact that Polygon is doing just like a, a all-encompassing solution means that if uh, one doesn't work or another doesn't work, a combination of both will probably be the answer in the long term. Or am I seeing that correctly? Well,
0: well, may, maybe, maybe, and I'm also thinking, let's say one doesn't work or one becomes like the de facto uh, scaling solution. They can just like double down on that scaling solution within their ecosystem. If that makes sense, that's 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 my that's my train of thought. You know, it, it, they they give you all these options, and I think I think the scale, the layer two scaling solution options are just what they are. They're options, right? It really depends on your project. If you need more security, then you go with this layer two. If you need faster transactions, then you go with this layer two. And if you need lower, you know, lower transaction costs, then you go with a different. One. And I think it really depends. And this goes really. It goes kind of back to like that. Um, how does it solve the, so the second, the second issue is basically how does it solve poor user experience? Right. Yeah. Um, or or not, not even, not even poor user experience. I'm sorry. How does it solve uh, lack of choices and options for users and for developers? Yeah. Right? I
1: was, I was thinking about this. So the user experience is always going to be the most important thing for any person who's trying to solve a problem. And the only way you could provide that is if you have a, development team that is comfortable using the product but in generally speaking it's really dense to get into uh ethereum the the just the writing the language the ability to build on top of ethereum is so difficult and if you're not able to present these kind of choices then ultimately speaking the developers aren't going to be comfortable even building this so how is polygon actually uh bringing these options to me as a user and enhancing my user experience
0: Right. So, for in terms of user experience, um, you know, there's a what what Polygon aims to do is basically create like these preset or or templated. Uh, I want to I, I understood it as basically a template blockchain network, right? With one click development. Now they say okay. one click development. So essentially, you have an environment as a developer where you you that's immediately set up for you to build a customized blockchain, right? So. I think this is like the natural sequence of events, right? It's kind of like a Squarespace for blockchains. Originally, you know, you had to write everything in uh, HTML, um, you know, JavaScript. You had to create your own website from scratch. Yeah. You know, but as things as things got more complex, you know, that that no longer no longer served its purpose. Right. I mean, it still served its purpose. You still want to be able to customize things, but you also want a template. You don't want to have to build everything from scratch. Right. So. That's where the template one one click development so you would be able to create a blockchain environment uh of your choice right with the with the layer two scaling solution of your choice um that leverages ethereum's security right and i think this is just a normal sequence of events i'm pretty sure if polygon didn't do this uh, other projects would so this is just something else they're trying to do yeah Um, and also and also basically you know providing uh, tons of resources documentation teaching material to developers and users so this is like a big uh impetus right for for developers to build on projects right if, if something is well documented and there's a lot of resources available to them they're much more likely to build on that project or on that on that blockchain than they are on others right if it's because Ethereum's complicated it's it's messy you know it's it's difficult it's to hidden. build on
1: it is well-documented, though. I will say that. It, 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 yeah, that it's de- definitely so
0: well-documented. It's just difficult to build on, you know, and that's, 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 that's a fact, you know, to build on Ethereum is, is difficult. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a consensus amongst uh, blockchain developers. So and I,
1: I, I even think about back to your time when you were doing development and you were coding. Uh, obviously, when you were doing that, this thing really did matter in your space. Like your ability yeah, to sure. access resources.
0: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. You know, you, you want software development kits, you want a, a community of other developers building on projects, you know, you want that, you know, um, you want that environment, you know, you want that ecosystem. So I definitely think that's, that's super important. And, you know, the, the other part of development, right, is, is basically interoperability, right. And I yeah. think th- this, this is also, you know, an answer to, you know, how does it solve poor user experience, um, but essentially for the ability for blockchains to communicate with other blockchains right that's that's super important and basically in polygon's case be, since polygon is you know using the uh the ethereum chain what's well, that using the ethereum chain the, the, it basically um polygon has a heavy focus on ethereum right it's doubling down on ethereum as as that main main evm right and that's why it's building its own polygon evm and for people listening evm just stands for ethereum virtual machine so it so uh, on ethereum's virtual machine right in polygons case um polygons making it's it, or Polygon has its own evm or ethereum virtual machine for anyone listening and um in polygons case it's making the ethereum chain interoperable with other blockchains so, you know, there's there's a there's a litany of other blockchains, but currently, you know, they're very siloed. So, you know, the blockchains themselves can do a lot on their own chain, but and they're very smart in that sense, but they're kind of dumb in the sense they can't communicate outside of those siloed blockchains, right? So, you want to be able to communicate with the Avax chain can communicate with the the, the Solana chain with, you know, the- Can
1: you just expand on that like how all these blockchains are siloed and unresponsive to each other?
0: Well, I mean, you, you, know, you just said it yourself, basically. So, you know, currently they're, they're siloed um, and they're, they're kind of dumb in that sense. But, you know, you want them to be smart enough to, communi- to be able to communicate with each other, right? You want to be able to send stuff from Solana to Apex to, to, tran- to send transactions to transfer value, right? You, don't, yeah. you want them to be able to communicate with each other. And um, in Polygon's case, you know, they're trying to make the Ethereum chain interoperable with other blockchains. And I think that's the, uh, that's the goal here, right? The goal is to make interoperable multi-chain interoperability, right?
1: So I guess the the follow-up question to that then is, so now we've, we've understood that interoperability and having an environment for developers to build on, uh, basically helps allow for the solution of poor user experience and development. Uh, how do these, uh, how does these actions facilitate? Uh, the lack of choice and the options currently.
0: Yeah, so basically, you know, every, there's a lot of projects built on Ethereum's chain and a lot of projects have migrated and some major ones too have migrated over to Polygon since it's easier to build, right, on Ethereum, on Polygon. Oh, I'm sorry. Easier to build Ethereum applications on Polygon and to scale them. So, you know, currently, all the projects on Ethereum chain, they all share the... the you know the same issues Ethereum has, which is the same throughput, lack of customization, and and the governance structure so this this is a little bit heady in my opinion, but polygon basically provides four different layers to build projects on the ethereum layer, right? And the ethereum layer would be used for stuff like staking, transaction approval, and interaction of Ethereum and other chains. Um, in terms of polygon, this is basically how polygon would be able to check in with Ethereum, right? So that's the base layer. Then there's an additional security layer and the security layer, layer works alongside Ethereum to provide validator services. Um, and this provides additional security for Ethereum. But basically the security layer is an additional validator service, right? Yeah. And both of these layers are actually optional. So they're not required for Polygon to work, right?
1: But they are options um, available for use
0: exactly so they're, but they're optional but they're not required for polygon now we get to the mandatory layers um which is the the next one up which is the the second most top layer is the polygon network layer right and this is the ecosystem of the blockchains on a polygon layer that we talked about right so yeah every every project or blockchain that exists on this layer you know has its own community where consensus is reached um and this layer, the polygon networks layer, keeps track of transactions. It, it's responsible for, pr- for producing blocks, basically everything that a blockchain or a network layer is responsible for. So this is, this is kind of this, the, the, the workhorse layer right here of, of the polygon network. And then finally, we have that execution layer at the top. And you know, this is exactly what it sounds like. You know, um, this is the polygon EVM, right? The polygon. Uh, ethereum virtual machine and this is where the main the main function is basically to actually execute the smart contracts on the polygon blockchain so this this layer is very customizable it's very generic and it's basically made to be made to be customized it's made to be built up on top of
1: so this is so, the developer playground the execution layer is where the developers go to play
0: exactly exactly so this is this is where you can customize a lot of stuff that you know you you would need to personalize for you for your blockchain or your project. Um, and that, that's basically, you know, in a nutshell, how it works. There's a whole bunch of other stuff, you know, but um, I really think that Polygon's vision, um, there's a future, you know, where, where distinct blockchains are able to freely and easily exchange value and information, right? You're, you're essentially erasing those technological and ideological divides that separate blockchains today. Um, and this is a huge. This is a very large scope of a project, in my opinion. Um, but the in, the P- Polygon is the infrastructure, right? It's an infrastructure for a network of massively scaling collaborative blockchains, and and that's essentially what what Polygon is trying to solve.
1: That's that's, yeah, that's that's super interesting. And and I think, uh, I think, it's really it really touches upon the idea that at the end of the day, all all solutions like everything that's being built on this cuz a lot of a lot of the crypto market is built for early adopters and a lot of hype men and we're all in the, the the nature of like tribal tribalization this chain that chain this chain uh when we realize that probably 4 to 5 years from now nobody really will care exactly what chain it's on rather more what is the solution or the application that's able to take the best parts of every single chain and the interoperability of these chains so while while we wonder right now which one will win Realistically, at the end of the day, solutions like Polygon are probably gonna be the thing that brings the end result to every single user that's gonna be using it four to five years from now. In ways they won't even see on the front end.
0: Yeah. I, I like to think of like Polygon as basically, you know, like the the mortar between a bunch of bricks, right? It's like essentially trying to be that glue. Uh, that piece, that key piece, that allows everything to function together, right? That allows everything to be interoperable, to be connected. To, it's like the road between all of these different structures, right? The infrastructure, if that makes sense. Yeah. And um, you know, in conclusion, basically, you know, crypto, cryptocurrency is new, and it needs to be scaled, right? And in order for it to be scaled, we need to build the infrastructure. Um, two, I think that. Uh, crypto building building stuff on crypto and building stuff on Ethereum is just difficult it's way more difficult than it needs to be so there needs to be a simple way for developers to build uh those decentralized applications that we need right we need the decentralized applications we need a decentralized future a web3 so we need developers to be able to build easy you know we don't want to make their jobs harder than it has to be and then um you know there's a lot of projects already migrating to polygon since they were built on ethereum they're like why why would we stay on you know uh, ethereum if polygon you know offers us all, all that ethereum offers us except you know it makes our lives easier it makes our project better makes our lives easier and it allows our users to conduct more transactions right yeah In exchange and exchange value
1: faster and before we before we conclude today we always have to be you know we have to play devil's advocate um what like uh, these all sound well and good, but obviously Polygon, built by humans, still has potential risks. Would you have any particular risk that you've seen in the course of our research that has l- piqued your attention?
0: Well, you know, uh, obviously it's still in competition with other scaling solutions. So just, be- just because Polygon proposes to do everything, from the, sound- from the sound of it, to me, it sounds like Polygon's trying to do everything. It. So it-, it might not work out. Who knows? It's still pretty early in the game right, we're we're so early. So there's still other scaling solutions, you know, you have zk world, you know, who knows what who knows what might happen. So I I don't know, polygon. um, And I think that's why polygon is trying to create this catch all right. It's like, in the future, we're going to be able to do this, 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 this and that and and our own thing, right. So they're trying to do the most. And, um, you know, that that's inherently a risk. Because you know, when you can just focus on one thing, you can do it the best, right. So that's definitely, you know, a risk right there. Just competition from other scaling solutions. Um, volatility is definitely an issue, right? It's still an altcoin at the end of the day. You know, it's a top altcoin for sure. And it definitely has a large, pretty large market cap. But I would, you know, I would just be kind of cautious just because, you know, it's, it's definitely still an altcoin. So, so you don't know what might happen. Yeah. And then I guess... Um, you know, is dependence on Ethereum. So technically, we, you know, we spoke about those layers. Technically, they don't need Ethereum, but there's a heavy focus on Ethereum. So, you know, if ETH loses that prop- popularity as one of the main blockchains to AVAX or Sol, you know, the project could potentially suffer, right? Yeah. Because right now uh, its focus is, is on Ethereum-based projects. You know, that's the Polygon EVM. So, um, you know, it, it's uh, it's definitely interesting and it's definitely something that, you know, should be taken into consideration when, when considering building on top of Polygon.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Z, once again, thank you for taking the time to. Yeah, to, to really break this down for me. There were a lot of questions that I had and you really did explain. And I'm pretty sure you explained a lot for our audience out there. So once again, thank you for taking yeah. the time and thank you all for yeah. listening at home.
0: Yeah, de- definitely, guys. And, you know, I apologize about my mic. Um, hopefully, Chris, you could chop it up so that I don't sound too crazy. And then, um, you know, just want to shout out to to all the resources that helped us uh, make this, you know, podcast possible. Definitely, the co- De- polygon is definitely complex. So I would encourage anyone to, you know, go on, go on the internet, go on Google, go on Twitter, just learn about it. You know, YouTube, all that stuff. So definitely an interesting
1: scaling solution for sure. Keep a lookout, guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace. All right. And this was the Polygon episode of Block Party. This episode was brought to you by Chris Wong and my co-host, Z Gabor. You can follow us on Instagram at Block Party Podcast. You can follow us on TikTok at BlockParty.io. And you can follow us on Spotify and Apple Music at Block Party. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends. Give us a like, a thumbs up, and subscribe where possible. It really does help out a lot. And if you have anything that you want us to check out, please let us know. We'll look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Peace.